welcome to As My Whimsy Takes Me. I'm Sharon Shu, And I'm Kara Sellison. We're two friends who are sleuthing our way through the Lord Peter Whimsy mystery novels by Dorothy L. Sayers. Between us, we have two and a half English degrees, but our best credentials are that we're huge fans who have read the Lord Peter Whimsy books dozens of times each. So, Karis, we're going to be talking today about why we're doing this podcast. Uh, do you want to tell the good people how you first encountered the Whimsy novels? I would love to. Falling in love with the Whimsy novels for me was a lot kind of like the way Harriet Fane falls in love with Peter Whimsy, which is that it happened very slowly and then all at once. <laughs> and you resisted for a long time. I resisted for so long. Well, I mean, like, not really. I just didn't think about it for a long time. You and I were both members of an internet forum called Readerville as teenagers, and some of the adults that we interacted with there were big fans of Dorothy Sayers. And so I had heard the name. I was familiar with the books in a, in a general vague way. And the first one that I actually read was, I think, Gaudy Night, which is coming to things a little bit backwards. And I read it and I enjoyed it, but it didn't have the impact for me that it has now, obviously because I read it by itself. And so then, you know, a year or two later, I think that I read Unpleasantness at the Bologna Club, I think was the next one that I read. And then I think a year or two after that, I read Murder Must Advertise. And then a year or two after that, I read Haggis Carcass. And I suddenly went, oh, there's so much more going on here that I realized that there was a lot more complexity in these characters. Because like just reading one book at a time, I wasn't seeing the bigger character arc that Peter is going through and that Harriet is going through. You know, when you read Gaudy Night by itself, it's an enjoyable book and they're enjoyable characters, but you you haven't been on this really fraught journey with them already. So it didn't have that same impact. So then once I kind of had read Have His Carcass, I started going back and reading the books in order. And by the time I got to Busman's Honeymoon, which I read on a family vacation, sharing a hotel room with my parents. Oh, dear. Waiting, like waiting until they had gone to sleep so I could turn the lamp back on and then lying in bed with my heart pounding, just absolutely entranced. Not necessarily because of the mystery that's in that book, but because it was the culmination of like such a tremendous amount of character growth and like crying over it into the hotel pillow <laughs> and then like kind of ever since then I have just been rereading the books nearly constantly so yeah so that's my Dorothy Sayers story it was very slowly and then suddenly I cared about this more than most other things <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent I think I also I think Gaudy Knight was also my first whimsy novel um, I think did we read it as a discussion book in the YA reading group? We must have. Uh, which I, I think we did. Which, looking back, is quite odd. Um, <laughs> here, have this enormous novel um, about people who have this long prehistory that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, similarly to you, had the reaction of, oh, this is intriguing because it's set in Oxford and the characters are ranging from charming to horrifying but didn't really understand the whole backstory. I think I then went back and read the the Harriet Vane whimsy books um, to try to pick up more of that backstory, mm. but also still kind of didn't 
get it until I read Murder Must Advertise a few years later and just fell in love with Peter. And I mean, in, in my opinion, that's that's one of the best mysteries too. So at that point, I think I also started just picking up various books in the series and reading them very non-methodically, kind of every time I was in a thrift store and saw a mystery of Sayers as I would buy it. And that led to me having several copies of Five Red Herrings, I think. <laughs> it's so funny that it's that specific one. It's like, oh, yes, you have multiple red herrings. Yes, we uh, also, Karis, we're going to have to read red herrings for this. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to talk about timetables. And trains. <laughs> so many trains. <laughs> Dear listeners, you have that to look forward to. There's going to be so many trains. Can't wait. Um, yeah, and I think it, it really, I didn't read the series sort of chronologically or any order until uh, it was probably my first year of grad school. I was doing a PhD in English and I got to the end of the academic year and went into this horrible reading slump where mm. every book I was picking up was just, you know, would read 10 pages and go, oh, nope, nope, nope. And at one point I said to myself, what I really want is like a big novel that I can just sink into where I know everything's going to kind of turn out well, but I can think about it and have feelings. And then I saw my copy of Gaudy Night sitting on the bookcase and went, aha, yes, that, that is, that is it. <laughs> and returning to it, I mean, gosh, 10 years after I'd first read it was a revelation. And especially since I was in academia at the time and having many conflicted feelings about that, I was like, oh, this book is written for me. So from there, I went through and read, you know, starting from Who's Body all the way out to Busman's Honeymoon, which I had never read because <sighs> everyone was like, oh, yeah, the mystery in it is not that great, which thank you, friends. Who cares about the mystery? <laughs> exactly. Who cares about the mystery when you could have fraught emotional relationships? Yes, exactly. So not that I don't also care about the mystery, but I mean, but like, let's be real. There's just emotions. Exactly. Which maybe that was what people were trying to tell me. It was like, it's great because there are more emotions than mystery. But I don't know. When I was 17, I heard that as this is not a very good book. So bad job, <laughs> pass me. <laughs> bad job, poorly done. Yeah. So from there, I sneakily or less sneakily uh, tried to work Gaudy Knight into my dissertation and eventually realized that that was kind of the only chapter <laughs> that I actually cared about. So got partway through writing it, dropped out of grad school, but still really wanted to talk about Sayers. So I corralled Karis into uh, helping me do that with the good people of the internet. Yes. And we're very excited. Re like really for me, that's what started the really wanting to do this podcast was because like while you were working on your dissertation chapter, we kind of had a discussion group, you know, just getting on a video chat and talking about a chapter of Gaudy Night. And it was so fun. I'm just like, I just want to do this for all the books all the time. And now we are, dear listener. <laughs> and now we are. So Sharon, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about like what they can expect from the podcast and what we're hoping to achieve as we work through this series of books and talk about all our feelings. Well, they can definitely expect a lot of feelings. <laughs> so many feelings. Yeah, I think we're going to just start from Whose Body and work our way through the chronological publication dates. 
with a couple episodes per book, probably until we hit Murder Must Advertise. And then as the books expand, we will likely expand what we have to talk about. There's going to be so much more meat to get into. Yes. But first we have to get through timetables and trains. <laughs> There's so many trains. <laughs> It's fine. We love trains. We love trains. It's going to be great. Yes. Yes. That's that's definitely, you know, not the book that everybody skips when they read the series. And we'll organize roughly by themes. We think our spoiler policy will be that we will try to talk around the big reveal of the whodunit until we absolutely cannot. And then we will give a warning to our readers. Yeah, we'll try and save it for the last episode of discussing a book. Yes, yes. We'll make sure that the first introductory episode, we don't give it all away in case our dear listeners would like to follow along and be introduced to Peter and Harriet, etc. for the first time themselves. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this Zero episode, and we hope that you'll join us for our first episode, which will be coming out soon. We're going to be discussing some of the themes in Who's Body that we find intriguing, and we're also going to talk a lot about the Dowager Duchess because Karis loves her so much. And justice for Bunter. Justice for Bunter, who is so tremendously underpaid. <laughs> so stay tuned for next time. <laughs>